Welcome to the 80s and 90s Uncensored, the podcast about the 80s and 90s for people who care about that kind of crap. I am Milo Dennison. And I'm Jamie Fenderson. And today we're talking about sushi. Yeah, so what the hell does sushi have to do with the 80s and 90s? Well, firstly, we're kind of a society and culture podcast, right? Kind of, yeah. We're, we're entertaining and informative. That's right. But we changed our designation to society and culture. So, so people expect to learn a, a little bit about society and culture from us, right? Okay. And what's part of any culture? Sushi. Well, it's part of our culture because I argue it's because the 80s really brought it to be part of our culture, right? Because here's the thing. Prior to the 80s, it was kind of an exotic thing, sushi, right? It's been around for hundreds of years, but in the U.S., it was a very exotic thing. So I thought, you know, we should talk about one of the main components of any culture is the food they eat. And what, what's a big part of 80s culture is sushi became a big part of 80s culture, became a big part of the food culture, bro. If you say so. It, I do. I don't just say so. It, it, it is so, right? <laughs> okay. It's not just me saying it's so. Mm-hmm. If, if it were just me, then, then it would be silly. So was there a catalyst or something that happened in the 80s that really kind of kicked it off? Here's the thing. Like, around the 50s, uh, people didn't even like Japanese stuff for obvious reasons. They just got done fighting a horrible war with the Japanese. So they were like, ooh, thing, all, things Japanese are kind of like not our thing because, you know, that whole big war thing. Started in the 60s, starting in the 60s, like in L.A., though, they started like having some sushi restaurants pop up. Um, and that's when they invented in, in LA. Right. And that's when they invented the California roll. So again, like most, you know, immigrants do, they kind of change their stuff to fit American needs so they can sell it to us. Right. Mm-hmm. So they put the, the rice on the outside and they put the seaweed on the inside. Cause seaweed for Americans at the time was kind of like, yeah, it's kind of weird seaweed. And then they, instead of like raw fish, which some people don't like, they're like, it's raw. They put like like crab meat in there and avocado and cream cheese, right? That's something Americans be like, oh, that's kind of cool. Especially Californians. They're like, all right. So they started inventing their own stuff, which eventually would go back to Japan. They sell that stuff now too. So it's kind of this cross-cultural thing. But still wasn't like a big thing in the 60s. In the 70s, though, like it's like movie stars started eating sushi and it was cool, right? It was kind of a sophisticated thing for movie stars. Right now, there there's something that happened in the '80s that made sushi prolific, and it's prolific, dude. I in my town here in Issaquah, forty thousand people. There's like a dozen sushi restaurants. Well, that's the Pacific Northwest where there's a disproportionately large Asian culture because of that, the that's true. There were probably wouldn't be as much in some some Midwestern type of town or something. Yeah, but still, people aren't are like, what is this? This is so exotic, right? You go to the grocery store here. Again, it might not be everywhere like this because it's Seattle area, but they have. you go to the deli, they got sandwiches, they got Chinese, they got the rotisserie chicken, and they have a big thing of sushi. It's a normal. Every grocery store has it. Is right? it like raw fish sushi is it, or is it more like the California rolls? Both. Yeah, it's it's all over the place. And, and you ask anybody, sushi is not an exotic thing anymore. No. But back in the 80s, it kind of was. And, and, and so here's a couple of things that happened. There's one thing happened in 1980, and that was the release of Shogun. Do you remember that? 
yep. miniseries. Mm-hmm. It was huge, dude. And everybody was like, whoa, Japanese ancient culture is kind of cool. Plus, they started another thing happened. They started m- making cool stuff. Like you're like, oh, a Sony Walkman. That's Japanese. My VCR was invented in J- Japan. Japan's kind of cool now, right? So then sushi and Japanese culture kind of grew up together in the 80s. A couple other scenes in movies. Do you remember The Breakfast Club? Mm-hmm. What was that sophisticated kind of rich chick? What was her name? The oh. Molly Ringwald character. Yeah, I don't remember what our actual character What does she bring was? to detention? Because she's cool. She's 80s cool, right? She's kind of sophisticated. She brought a little box sushi lunch, right? Uh, Charlie Sheen on Wall Street was making fresh sushi because that's what you eat when you're a stockbroker making moolah on wall street you eat sushi because you're cool so sushi started to become cool in the 80s but not only that it started to become cool not only with the elite but with the, the middle class wanted to get in on that action too that's when you started to see a bunch of sushi restaurants pop up not only in la and new york but everywhere else in all the other big cities because the middle class wanted a piece of that action they want to be cool like Charlie Sheen and Molly Ringwald, right? Plus, Japan, Japanese stuff was cool. Ninjas were cool. Shogun. Your, your cool electronics were made in Japan. Your car was made in Japan now. Japan was cool again, right? And, and by then, the, the, war, the wartime, you know, haze had, you know, fizzled away and, and, they, and they were cool again. So the 80s, I think that was the pivotal moment between when you had sushi as an, an exotic thing, like you had to, man, you had to go to the city and maybe there's one sushi restaurant and you get some sushi. It's kind of weird, but c- kind of cool and exotic to where I go, I walk to Safeway right now. I'll go get sushi right now in five minutes. I can go get myself some sushi, right? How do we end up here? And, and this is because of the eighties because the eighties made sushi cool. But unlike a lot of fads, the, the, the sushi, sushi stayed cool, bro. It stayed cool. Or pretentious. It's still kind of that like, oh, I eat sushi. I'm so cool. Yes. Mm -hmm. What? You don't want sushi? Oh, you know, that's that's sushi eaters. Oh, because here's my thing. So I'm not a huge fan of sushi, but I'll be honest. I barely like fish if you batter it and deep fry it. So 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 the raw stuff's a little out. Exactly. So I'm not a huge fan fish person and living in Seattle, like we kind of hinted on here, there's sushi restaurants and sushi places everywhere. And of course, most of my friends are sushi fans. And it got really annoying because I'd tell people, I'm like, I don't really like sushi. Or you'd you'd have that conversation like, where do you want to go to dinner? Oh, well, let's go get sushi. And my response would be, I don't really like sushi. We'll go somewhere else. Oh no, you need to go to this sushi restaurant because this sushi restaurant's the best sushi restaurant. And there's that attitude. Oh, you, oh, but you haven't had sushi at this place because this place is the best. And it's like, well, does it taste like a pepperoni pizza? Well, no. Well, then it's, you know, probably not going to be all that great for me. <laughs> pepperoni pizza sushi, that's good shit. <laughs> you know, I like the California rolls and I'll eat it. You know, it's all right. Dipping a little wasabi or soy sauce or something like that. But like, yeah, I mean, batter it and deep fry it. I'll be more inclined to de- eat it. Well, they got the deep fried sushi. See, sushi's bigger. Like, it's a broad term nowadays. It yeah, used to it really be is. like vinegar rice with 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 some raw fish on it. Mm-hmm. But now it's a very broad term. Like, I think you you would probably like tamago, like the egg sushi. Or the, um, you put, you put the, the tempura, skin. The, the, yeah. yeah, the tempura ones or the mm-hmm. like the fried rolls and the... 
and the um the kind that has like the the tofu skin pocket and the rice goes in that tofu skin pocket it's kind of sweet and delicious you buy this it's not just raw fish anymore no that's the thing i can usually find something to eat when i go to a, a sushi restaurant but it was just that there was that period in it was probably the mid 90s for me actually no late 90s and and it was just kind of like everybody was really into sushi for a while there and they still are but everybody just had like the best sushi restaurant that they had to take me to, to show me how their restaurant is the best sushi restaurant. And it was just so fucking annoying. I'm like, oh, come on, give me a break. Let's go eat some teriyaki chicken instead. Yeah. I guess sushi can get pretty pretentious. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. And that started in the eighties too, because you got Charlie Sheen on wall street making that you got Molly Ringwald's nose in the air character eating it at detention. So I think that carried over from the eighties where it's still that way, but unlike the eighties, it's not pretentious in other ways because literally like I can go just get a thing of sushi at the Safeway and it's no big deal. I mean, it's not super great like restaurant sushi, but it's pretty good. I think the eighties made it okay for just schlubs to go just get it at the grocery store and still be okay with sushi. And it still made it okay for the Molly Ringwalds and the Charlie Sheens to like, tell you how great their restaurant is in downtown or whatever. Well, you know, the oceans are being overfished by massive bottom trawling fishing ships that are destroying the environment and um, basically killing all the fish. So in order to feed your sushi habit. So something to think about when you eat sushi there, Jamie, is you're destroying the environment and destroying the oceans. Because with every fish you eat, that's one fish that, say, a whale can't eat. Okay, well, every steak you eat caused a whole bunch of carbon emissions that are warming our planet and destroying there too, bro. So so you got to stop. We need to go vegan if you want to say that. Yeah, that's probably true. And your fish is full of mercury. <laughs> so probably why I'm crazy because it's full of lead and mercury. And I'm all like, ah! podcasting guy i eat sushi all my life my head's full of weird metals that look like terminator twos yep fish are full of plastic now it's terrible yeah well so when you come back here's the thing are you going to take me to the best sushi restaurant no no what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna just take you to the safeway by my place Uh and we'll get we'll we'll pick i got different varieties we'll pick out we'll get we'll get super unpretentious about it we'll pick out like a roll and maybe some like a, some of that tofu sushi and we'll just get some just very simple inexpensive Safeway sushi and we'll just go to a park and we'll just eat it like all unpretentious like picnic park like and then With you'll chopsticks? have it well yeah but they're like disposable Isn't chopsticks, chopsticks kind of pretentious though not if they're disposable ones that come in a little uh, paper pocket they're not mm. you can't use chopsticks I can use chopsticks. Okay, so what's the problem? There's a little something pretentious about chopsticks too. There, there are millions of people use chopsticks to eat every day. There's nothing pretentious about it. Well, that's in Japan. You're in America. Well, yeah, but most a lot of Americans know how to use chopsticks nowadays. Well, I know, but that's what I'm saying. That's cultural appropriation, Jamie. No, it's not because (laughs) the the, the Uh sushi. It's it's these little colorful, cute, small little things, right? Mm-hmm. And you don't want to just stab it with a fork, dude. That's barbaric. Like, oh, there's my sushi. Oh, it's something my son would do, like teenage son would do. He'd just stab it with a fork and like throw it in his mouth. You don't want to do that. It's a delicate, 
pretty little thing and you want to pick it up with some sticks to keep it intact, right? It's functional. It's not pretentious. It's the same reason like I eat, I, I like to eat the noodles and stuff, the, the Asian noodles with the chopsticks because it's, it's, it's practical. It's not pretentious. Maybe in the 80s it was though because people, again, pe- people started using chopsticks more in the 80s, right? Mm-hmm. And if you could use chopsticks and you're eating sushi, you're kind of cool. I think people who, who are pretentious about sushi now and the fact that they, you can use chopsticks, they're kind of they're lame. I think I agree with you there because maybe in, in, in 1987, that's cool. Oh, he's eating sushi. He knows how to use chopsticks. Ooh, Charlie Sheen called once is awesome back. What? But nowadays people are like that. I was, oh, I'm so pretentious about sushi and chopsticks. Dude, it's, they, they get over that. It's like the 20, 20 years in the 21st century. People, or, people, or, or the sous chef. You know, because you got to be like a sous chef, like you go to a Denny's or something and it's just some, you know, schlub in the back room that's cooking your food up. But at a sushi restaurant, it's done by a sous chef who has to be, you know, Asian, of course, because if you get like a white sous chef, everybody will be offended. Well, all the ones in my town are Hispanic. Are they? (laughs) (laughs) Did you have you ever watched this? And they're all owned by Korean, Korean people. My one of my favorite sushi places, like a belt sushi place, and yeah, they're all Hispanic dudes, and it's owned by Koreans. There's, <laughs> that's but, funny. But they got Japanese like soda and Japanese music playing, so whatever. Did you ever watch the TV show um, The League? You know, it was like oh. a it was a TV show. It basically follows a bunch of guys that they're in a fantasy football team, and they are always going against each other. But they all they have a, an episode where Timothy Orlefant does a guest appearance on the show, and he plays the sous chef, and one of the characters goes in. And he's got this, you know, white, pretentious Timothy Orlefant sous chef. And he's all offended by it. He's like, you know, you can't be a sous chef. You have to, you know, it's, you can't it's, be a sushi chef. Exactly. If you're going to do of it, European you, descent, that's not yeah, cool. It doesn't work. Uh, Why don't you go make something cheesy, bro? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude, go make me a cheeseburger. Well, I don't know. Maybe all the Japanese sushi chefs are in Seattle. They probably own the restaurants. They're like, fuck that. I'm not going to cook the food. I own the restaurant. Make somebody else. Yeah. It. When's the last time you had like super, like just plain old raw fish sushi? It's been a while, probably since I lived in Seattle, truthfully. Really? So, yeah, I, w- I don't know if I'd trust it over here. I know people have it, but um, no, I definitely have it. Here. <laughs> yeah, London. Yeah. Well, <laughs> in Ireland, even worse. <laughs> you get a, you order a steak in Ireland and you're like, can I get it like, you know, medium rare? And it'll show up basically like beef jerky. Like they overcook everything. So I could only imagine what they would do to like raw fish if you went to a sushi restaurant in yeah. Ireland. <laughs> be like it's this raw. isn't actually supposed it be to be cooked, cooked if it's raw <laughs> okay how did you cook raw fish <laughs> totally oh and there goes all of our irish audience sorry yep, guys yep. and british ones too mm. in london they're done yeah they're well, we're, supposedly- we're gonna go to safeway I, i'm we're gonna get just some normal like every day I, i'm gonna go i stop by the deli to get some non-pretentious sushi we're gonna have a little taste test we'll let the audience know um, how that went down. Maybe because maybe it's because you don't like sushi just because it's all like your friends are like, my nose is up in the air, <laughs> sushi. Maybe you just don't like it because you, you don't like that kind of thing. Our buddy Jamie will get unpretentious on you. I we'll like some stuff. I, I, I like California rolls. Uh, I like some of the stuff. I just don't like the straight up raw fish. Okay. 
well, maybe there's a certain raw fish that you would like. Again, I've been to everybody's like, oh, let's go to this place. And they order like all the different varieties. Try this one. Try this one. It's like, well, does it taste like fish? Well, yeah, of course it tastes like fish. Well, then there you go. <laughs> yeah. Does well, it taste like you a different have kind of fish? Though, yes, it, it does. But it's still Prior fish. to the 80s, though, there was you couldn't go to the grocery store and get sushi. It or even during the 80s. I remember during the 80s, sushi, I knew sushi. And sometimes I even got to go out downtown to go to a sushi restaurant. And it was a big deal. But you in the 80s, it was kind of still a cool thing. Really kind of it was a California, cool California movie stars kind of thing. Well, you're in from in Portland too. Like, I mean, you know, Portland's pretty hip. Yeah. Um, so there was there was still, I mean, I think if you're on a coast then you're more likely to have had sushi restaurants, even, even today. But the, the thing is the eighties, I think made sushi not only cool, but it made it just, it made it like, like Chinese food at the deli and the sandwiches at the deli. And so is sushi. It's just a normal thing. And the eighties made that. So it went from a fad to just a staple. And we, we have the eighties to thank for that. I think we have movies thing. I think we have Shogun to thank for that. Because they, that that got people really into Japanese culture. We got the fact that they made cool stuff like cars and Walkmans, you know, and samurais and ninjas were, were starting to get big. So we can thank the 80s cool. for the, yeah, pr- for the proliferation of sushi. Thank, thank you, 1980s, for that. You make valid points, Jamie. Very valid points. You're like, are you happy now? You did your sushi episode, dude. <laughs> there you go. Get through your bone, brother. <laughs> Mm, I love sushi. sushi though. I even have little sushi wind up toys and, and you wind them up and they go around and they kind of bump each other. I got a little, I got little sushi toys, man. Wait, wait, su- let's see. Where's your sushi? Well, toys? I don't have them with me right now, but oh, okay. I, I, I will show you okay. because sushi is cute, man. It's these little cute little things and they're colorful and they're delicious. Sushi is sushi culture and eighties culture kind of linked, man. And, and I think people deserve to know that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I I don't fault you for eating. Eat all the sushi you want and love it to death. Absolutely. You can eat whatever you want. Just stop trying to force me to like it. Well, you don't have to like it, but at least you have to know. You're, if you're an 80s ar- armchair historian, you have to at least embrace the history of it. Yeah. The, and the pop cultural aspect of sushi in the 1980s. I'm not trying to get you to like it. If you don't like it and, and you come, we do a Safeway thing and you'll probably be like, this is cool. I still don't like it. I'll be, I'll be cool. But at least, you know, now, mm. like some of the influences of the 1980s that made sushi a prolific thing today. Now you're a sophisticated guy. Now, you know. Yeah. And I'm all for food options and food variety as well. So if 80s gave us another choice, another option for things to eat, I'm all for it. And that's one great thing about the U.S. is... So many people from so many different places have moved there and brought their food with them. I mean, you can get food from every culture in the United States, whereas some places that's much harder to find. Yeah, but they also modify it. Like sometimes I get in arguments with Chinese people. They're like, well, that that, um, that Chinese restaurant, that's not authentic Chinese. Of course it's not. That's like saying you're Cantonese food is not authentic Sichuanese. It's, it's a silly thing to say. We have our own American style of Chinese food and it's either good or bad, but we grew up with Kung Pao chicken, general toes and all, mm, all that good stuff, egg rolls, but that's American style Chinese food. 
of course it's not you know beijing style it, it, it's it's silly to say that but that's like saying california roll is not um authentic japanese sushi of course it's not it's got rice on the outside the, the, the japanese are probably like what is that that's that's weird why would you put rice on the outside but it, but that's ours right and, and so you can have a uniquely good or bad california roll but that's what it is right so a lot of the sushi that we have were, were invented um here in the us in california and new york a lot of the stuff that you probably like more than just the raw fish mm-hmm. it was invented right here and it went back in back to japan right i think that that's cool that's that's one of the cool things about american culture food culture is we have our own take on stuff like pizza and like italian food that that that's not really that's not authentic Italian food either. Yeah. But I love the way we do pizza and spaghetti and meatballs. Right? Well, and the thing is you can get the variety. You can get the thick crust pizza. You can get the thin crust pizza, yeah. the, you know, light amount of sauce. Like they're all available. Yeah. And so that's why there's, I think there's so much, many types of sushi is because it came over here and, and people like immigrants and stuff. They're like, Hey, Americans would like it this way. They'd like it inside out. Oh, they'd like it with like a, like this and that. And you have all these different ways of doing it. That's why I think put American... some high fructose corn syrup in it. They'll eat that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. They love high fructose corn syrup. It's delicious. Inject some of that in the rice. Put that in everything. Yeah, <laughs> but here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do a movie rewatch. I'm going to rewatch Shogun. I actually re- want to rewatch that too. Actually, because yeah. yeah, I mean, it was I haven't huge seen that in 1980. Long, it was huge. It was huge. Yeah, that's Richard Chamberlain. Is that or Robert Burton? I don't remember. I'm trying to remember. Wouldn't, I forgot. It was the white dude. What was it? Was it Chamberlain or Robert Burton? I don't know. I, Richard, I Bur- have to Richard Burton or Richard Chamberlain. Burton. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, one of those. But I also want to rewatch The Breakfast Club and I, I want to see Molly Ringwald eat her sushi. And I also want to rewatch Wall Street and I want to see Charlie Sheen make, make his sushi. Those are just some examples of how like sushi be, got into like popular culture as a sophisticated, cool people thing. Yeah. There it is. There it is. Well, you heard it here, folks. Jamie loves sushi. Milo tolerates sushi. But it all started in the 1980s. Or it escalated or exploded or proliferated proliferated in the 1980s. Uh, let us know what you think about sushi. You can contact us on Twitter at the 80s and 90s com. Maybe you got a favorite restaurant. Maybe you got a funny sushi story. Shoot it message there and uh, we'll read it. And Jamie will reply because he loves replying to people's tweets. Yeah, I do. <laughs> hey, uh, listeners, let's like have a whole sushi combo on Twitter. We can do it. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> you, you get my animated gifts galore. Uh, you can find us on the web at the 80s and 90s.com. We got some cool stuff there. Check it out. Very retro, very awesome. You can sign up for our newsletter on the website. And with that, we will say we are out of here like that pile of rotten fish tossed out the door. Goodbye. What what happened to the rotten? Nobody ate it because they don't like sushi. Everybody likes rotten fish. Well, it turns oh, into maybe there fish. is a lot of fish waste. I don't know. I bet you there's still probably leftover fish. I mean, they, you know, one of the selling points of sushi is like how fresh it is, right? So if you get like day old sushi, nobody's going to want that. Yeah, I think they flash freeze all of it though, hmm. um, because they want to get rid of the parasites. I just I'm in the mood for sushi now. Talking about it, <laughs> I know what I'm having for lunch. <laughs> I'm going to Safeway, safe way, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.